Welcome to a new episode of Culture Hang with me, Hannah, and me, Holly, where we talk about popular culture from far and wide, yeah. and everyone's having a good time. Yeah, good vibes. And if you're not, hopefully by the end, <laughs> good times? Let us know. We'd love yeah. to hear feedback. Are we making you more sad? <laughs> Are you depressed? Yeah, we'd love to hear about it. Um... We have various social media. It mm-hmm. will generally be linked below in yep. some form, but I'm sure a quick Google will get you a lot of it as well if you want. Yep. We have a Patreon. We do. There's Woo-hoo. things happening there. All the time. Well, twice a month. <laughs> if you want to see that as all the time, that's up to you. It depends how busy your months are. Uh, just look at it. It'll yeah. be linked somewhere too. Yeah. I think also underneath Also it. below. So all the information is there. Yeah. But enough with that. Pop culture moments of the week are usually what we begin with. Just to, yes. you know, quickly, before we dive in the deep end, have a little bit of a swim in the, in the shallow end <laughs> of what's been occurring this week. Beautiful what's happened this metaphor. week. Thank you. I really worked on it. I scripted that. That was a scripted metaphor. <laughs> It, it wasn't. I think if it was, that's bad work from me. So I meant to mention this last week and then I just forgot because I'm terrible. Oh, so it's, it's not even... You're not even on but the it's pulse. it's still new. Okay. Okay. Uh, they've released the theme for the next Met Gala and it's Gilded Glamour. So really looking forward to seeing how everyone's going to just ignore that theme and wear what they want anyway because that's what they did uh, in the last year. But I'm intrigued. I feel it's somewhat better than... America as yeah. a theme. I yeah. think it's easier to do. Absolutely. Hopefully. But I just this year I hope they just get the dictionary out first. <laughs> Give it a quick look. What does it mean? <laughs> and then we go into what the yeah. outfits are, but they'll do what they want anyway. I'm looking for big sleeves cuz it's, you know, the 1920s era which is styles that I really like. So the one thing that you're no, looking for is a big sleeve. Like mutton, leg of mutton. No. Mutton of lamb sleeve. I mean the 1910s. What? I didn't mean the 1920s. I was thinking when you said... I mean, I was thinking like the big fashion of the 1920s. I think most people would go like a flapper dress. Flapper dress, yeah. And I was thinking, I remember no... <laughs> big old uh, sleeves. I'm just going to tell you now you're not going to get that. I know. Okay. I'm sad. Um, yes. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, Angus Cloud had a Ralph Lauren photo shoot, which was very wholesome and enjoyable to see. Um, Nicholas Cage has also been rearing his head because I think he's been doing this like meta film where he is himself. Oh yeah, it looks quite good. For some reason, I I always do this. Nicholas Cage in my head had gone to Nicholas Holt. Oh, like, <laughs> honestly, like that doesn't seem that bizarre. But then it being Nicholas Cage is just I've seen fashion from him recently. Mm-hmm. It's High fashion. I feel like he's trying to like enter his Jeff Goldblum era. That's so true. I don't know if yeah. it'll work because I think Nicolas Cage on his own is a weird man. Yeah. I don't think he needs to no. have fashion as well. We'll no. leave that to Jeff. <laughs> um, yeah, I've seen that. Mm. He's just been around a bit more than he usually has, which is always a bit of a surprise. I just think when I think of him now, I'm thinking of the picture of him and his very young girlfriend where he's in the pink cowboy jacket. Is that what it is? I think it was a cowboy jacket, but it was all pink. Look it it. up. Yeah, look it up. It's it's a look. It's high fashion, but like, not not 
a wholesome man, but I do enjoy him occasionally. Like yeah. a, a, an occasional Nicholas Cage different. update is yes. good. Yeah. But he's not my favorite like middle-aged actor no. because that would be Stanley Tucci. <laughs> and I will not expand on that point at all. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Harry Styles has been releasing teasers for his album and yes. people have been very, very excited for the minimal amount that they've been given. <laughs> yeah, but he's been doing a lot recently. He had his little um, brand thing he's oh, been doing. Oh, pleasing. Varnishes. Is that what it's called? Have I fully made up pleasing? I think it's called pleasing. This is, um, there's a TikTok town where he's like, this is pleasing. Or welcome to pleasing. Maybe I made that up. <laughs> Anyway, nail polish, but he also seems to be doing some other stuff. And it, what I've seen, it's reasonably pricey, but then mm. I've also heard people being like, but the way it's produced okay, is quite like ethically done. The people oh. who he's paying to work on it are being paid above uh, minimum wage Excellent. and stuff like that. So it kind of has to be a bit more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, he's a hard man to dislike, you know? Yeah. You just gotta let him do his thing. <laughs> And be he'll happy be there for him. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, here he is, new album. I'm sure it will be excellent. Yes. Hi, he's given it. the name for it, hasn't he? I think it's called Harry's House. Yeah, confused by that. I definitely feel like we're going in a different um direction mm. to what was the name of the last one? Fine line. Fine line. Yeah, I feel like we're going in more of a fun direction, maybe. Yeah, I hope so. I think it's gonna be like fun. Wistful. I'm gonna say like maybe like a 70s vibe. I feel like Harry's gonna Ooh. go disco. <gasps> I would love if he went. I'm disco. feeling Harry's going disco. Who knows? We'll see. That's from nowhere. I've just come <laughs> up with that. Free advice yeah. once again from Culture Hang about directions of people's careers. Mm. And then finally, Kylie Jenner, because one week can't go past without us talking about the Kardashian Jenners. Yeah. Uh, she had well, she officially announced that her baby is no longer called Wolf. Which is such a strange thing to do. <laughs> just like, nah, didn't didn't seem right to us. Just maybe don't tell us the name. Exactly. You know, you're you within your rights to do whatever you want with yeah. that child's name. Yeah. Within reason. <laughs> but just keep yeah. I also like on the topic of this, because we did a podcast on it a couple of weeks back, had seen a TikTok about um the name of Grimes kids and being like they're not real. They're, they're not their actual names. It's her way of uh, keeping them. their real names out of the limelight. If um, that's true, I have a lot of respect for that because yeah. it keeps up the brand and also, yeah. you know, she's... Protects identity. Protect, yeah, which would sort of fit in with what we were saying about yeah. her from that article. Go check out that podcast, but I think that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have only seen today, because the clocks went back here last night, Mm-hmm. I have seen a lot of people making memes of Molly May missing one hour of a 24 hours day. <laughs> because she famously announced that we have all got the same 24 hours in a day and some of us aren't working as hard as her. No. So she's very stressed that she's lost an hour. <laughs> God knows what she's doing. That's Tommy, where did it go? But where did it go though? Tommy. I feel like Tommy, I feel, would just be in existential crisis. Like, I honestly don't know. Where has it gone? He's when never do we questioned get it, back? it before. He's never questioned he's never it. Noticed he's just it. sat there like, we've lost an hour. Where did it go? Do we. What? And he's like, meltdown on the floor. I reckon their house is going through it today. Woo! That's all I have. I love that. That's incredible yeah she will never be able to shake that and i think that's, that's should right. she? i think yeah. that's penance for what she's for what she's done <laughs> it's what she deserves absolutely i think this week it's another week of we don't have a ton of pop well we do actually have a reasonable amount of pop culture moments of the week but 
there is also a big pop culture moment of the week yeah. coming up tonight for us. But when yeah. you hear this, it's already happened. So yes. a lot of this is going to, similar with our Euphoria one, <laughs> you will know a lot more than us. <laughs> yeah. And it's that we're talking about the Oscars today. Yes, Oscars 2020. 20- <laughs> that is not the year we're in. <laughs> we're God. in 2022. Oh. Um, so we are recording this on Sunday. The Oscars are tonight. Yep. So everything we say... Could be wrong. Yeah. Not that we're going to be like, this person's winning. <laughs> so I say I don't know, no. And I just yeah. don't really care. I think that's it. I'm very ambivalent Do you know towards the wins. The peak time of me caring about the Oscars when was, was Jennifer Lawrence's Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, I think that was the like year she fell over. 2018? No. 20... No, not at all. I was going to say like 2014. Was it? Oh, Silver yeah, Linings Playbook been. came out when we were in like we were young. Yeah, we I've were just young, remembered. young, and she was like <laughs> twenty-one when it came oh out, and now she has God. a child. <laughs> so that was the last time I probably cared because I feel like there was a lot of big names, and mm. now I mean, I think the Oscars are confused now. I don't know that they know at all what they're doing. With yeah, their and lives. I don't think they're in a really strange transitional period. I feel yeah. like where they don't, they're kind of being phased out of. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say significance, but it seems like well they they matter less, but less. they still kind of matter. Well, I think like you know if you think of heyday of the Oscars, I'm mm-hmm. assuming it was probably like old Hollywood, and yeah. even then, like it's horrendously racist, just the worst yeah. place to be. Um, we have an episode on. We it. do. You can scroll go scroll way it. back when scroll, it's from a while ago. I'm not yeah. sure how good it'll be, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, that wasn't. There was probably less criticism, and like up until recently mm. there probably wasn't a t- like maybe the last 10 years is when we've really got criticism yeah. of it um criticism about the amount of the fact that it's just basically white people yeah. congratulating other white like, people <laughs> all the directors will usually be white men yeah. and that's it and then when the people who go are like oh it's so terrible the lack of diversity but then they're also supporting it mm. um, all the harvey weinstein yeah like yeah and then you had the they couldn't they literally couldn't get a host for the oscars because every comedian as an option was too problematic for them <laughs> so they just for a couple of years didn't know what to do yeah they, there was no host so that was an issue and then i think as well we're having some discussions probably less so than the whole racism and lack of diversity discussion but a couple of discussions coming out about like you know, the categories and having... Mm. So, for example, best actor, best actress. Some people think that shouldn't be a thing, that there should just be one big category. Yeah. category. The other argument to that is that then you will probably not have any women, like, getting <laughs> nominated. But So there's that. And then there's yeah. the best foreign film category and stuff like yeah. that, which also seems a bit strange. Yeah. So all of these issues... Mm-hmm kind of behind the scenes of, absolutely you know the oscars this year that's how we've got here and i think that's why people just aren't that interested in them mm. anymore and i like i think they're not gonna stop happening obviously no but no no it does seem they they're gonna have to change it because they're boring mm. now i think that's it and their their solution is to cut um categories from mm-hmm. being televised and obviously this <laughs> is really insulting because it's like, oh, well, you're being nominated for an Oscar that no one cares for. I think one of yeah. them's like best uh, makeup artist. Yeah. And But like these are so integral. Well, I feel like when I was like throwback to when I was watching the Oscars that year. Yeah. I mean, personally, I didn't care at that time about the um, 
makeup artist because I was all in it for the celebrities. Yeah. But now when I'm watching a film, I have a lot of appreciation for that sort of thing. Absolutely. Sometimes like I'll be watching the dullest film, but the makeup's incredible. Yeah. Think about all the hype around Euphoria. I know that's not mm. film, but so much of it's based on makeup. Absolutely. So it does seem strange that I actually think people are more and more interested in makeup mm. and costuming because it's increasingly becoming such a big part of film. Yeah. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. I don't know. I think they do, again. It's that thing. They don't know what to do. They yeah, don't know. They honestly they don't know don't. how to be relevant. And they're like, oh, it's too long, and people are bored. So we'll just have the celebrities and the bits everyone wants to see. But it's like, but I, I don't. Now people are saying, well, I don't want to accept my award if you're just going to blank out so yeah. many people in the industry receiving their awards because it's like so, you're saying that my award is better than theirs. Yeah, because the thought process was that they were gonna while they were showing the like red carpet bits of the yeah. celebrities they were gonna have like the makeup awards <laughs> at that point <laughs> which is so bizarre because as well a lot of the time now and i'm basing this off last year's met gala mm. when i stayed up to wait to oh, see people dress it up. well i was i was awake anyway but <laughs> i wanted to see like the big dresses and you wait there for hours yeah to get anyone coming up. It's the same with the Oscars. Like, mm. th- that red carpet is dull the majority of the time, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's not been interesting in a while and people aren't dressing that crazy. No. So Jessica Chastain had said, well, I won't do the red carpet then. Mm. Like, I won't be there. Like, I'd rather yeah. support the people who worked on my film Absolutely. than be on a red carpet. And again, all about the makeup. Again. Exactly. It was she like was transformed a... by the makeup. It was so integral to it. But yeah, I guess let's go into some of the films that have been nominated and what's been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can start with Eyes of Tammy Faye, but all I really have is that she was like, I'm not gonna do the red carpet. Yeah. If you don't show my girls... On the makeup artist. On the makeup artist. And um, they're not going to, so I'm assuming she's not going to turn up for the I red mean, carpet. I mean, pretty hypocritical if she's not there like, look at me in my dress. <laughs> I like Jessica Chastain. I don't think she would do that. Yeah, I don't think she would do that. I don't think she would do that at all. So the first one I've got, just because we watched it last night, so it was fresh to my mind, mm-hmm. was The Power of the Dog. Yes. Uh, when I So I'm not going to talk about every film that's been uh, <laughs> nominated for anything, so we'd be here all day. Yeah. But The Power of the Dog seems to be in most categories. Yeah, it was definitely, when I was researching, I was like, oh my god, they've nominated it for tons of stuff. Yeah, like, it's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Cinematography, I think, was really good in it. Yeah. This isn't going to be a review. Um, But yeah, it seems to be the big nominated film mm. this year. Do I think it will win? No. Do you not? Not really. I don't think Benedict will win. Do you imagine if Benedict Cumberbatch won Best Oscar for this film? I'd be disappointed. It doesn't seem like he's the front runner in that category. I think it will probably do well in like cinematography stuff, but I don't know that it's the strongest film. I'd be surprised if this wins. Mm, I agree. But anyway, the one thing, big thing I've got is when Benedict Cumberbatch was mean to Jesse Plemons, <laughs> and also he was method acting on the film, and apparently that just him and uh, Kirsten Wig were just ignoring each other. Kirsten Wig. Do you know in my head I was like, Kristen Bell? And I just knew <laughs> it wasn't at Kirsten all. There's Kristen. too many. Kirsten, what's her name? Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. I was like, how do I get there? Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. So, oh, sorry to Kirsten Dunst. I am aware of who you are and I'm a big fan of your work. <laughs> I actually would be happier if she won something. Yeah. Because I, I thought she was very good in that film. It was a very good, like, subtle spiral. Yeah. And I don't really think you see that. I think it was... I think the whole world of it was very well mm. presented, but I think 
there wasn't a standout for me. No. It was kind of just like they were all there. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. And I they think were all doing, all of doing it was, something new. All of it was good. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. But do, I don't know if it was anyone's best performance in that film. No. It's like, take Jesse Plemons. Like, I like him in a lot of stuff. Yeah. If he won for this role, I'd be like, but why? Why? Because yeah. I think he's nominated for Best Sporting Actor with okay. the young boy. Who was a grown adult, I recognise. <laughs> but I th- So they're like competing with each other. The young boy, I thought, was a lot better. Yes. I would say he's in more of the film. Yeah, Jesse Plemons, we didn't really see much of. They just of. dropped Jesse Plemons. So, Jesse- so Benedict Cumberbatch was way too in character. He's method acting. He Does he have to method act? Like, no, I don't think this is something he's it. done before. Oh. This came out of nowhere. Well, can you imagine if when he was doing Sherlock, he was That's like was thinking going around like... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> let me solve crime. <laughs> Be embarrassing. I had never yeah. heard him do this before. I reckon he thought this is a gritty film. Mm. I'm gonna go all in. <laughs> and he smells bad. And... I know he wasn't showering during this for sure. For sure, not a showering man. So there's a lot of stuff in the film of like Benedict Cumberbatch's character calling Jesse Plemons' character fat. Mm. Which is, that's the film. But then, as part of his method acting, and I, I honestly, like, I don't think this makes him a bad person because I don't think he thought about what he was saying. Mm. He just said, like, hey, big boy, to um, Jesse Plemons. I just kind of think in his head he was like, yeah, this is this is art, this is gritty. <laughs> and I honestly think Jesse Plemons was so done with it and mm. just turned around and went, what the fuck? Yeah. I think it was... And also, probably a bit weirded out that Benedict Cumberbatch is also doing everything to avoid his fiance. Like, yeah, because that that's must the have been a thing. weird experience. You, you revealed to me that Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst are engaged and have children together. So there was like a husband Can you and wife. If on Kristen set? Wiig was in this film. <laughs> <laughs> Just like really got to me then, and I was like, imagine if she played that character. I mean, she would deserve awards if she. Absolutely, she'd... yeah. Yeah, so that must have been weird. Yeah, that he was like insulting one and, and then, then just ignoring the other. Like, there was the bad vibes there. Yeah. Um, but then apparently he was just very apologetic afterwards and was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm so. Like, it seemed that he felt genuinely bad. Because I don't think he's a bad man. I don't think he is. I think he thought this was an artistic move and I hope he never does it again. Do you think he was trying to be like Daniel Day Lewis? Yes, for sure. And I think he's decided that's the wrong choice for him career wise. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm glad we've got a story like that though, rather than like a Jared letter. Oh my god! Which is like I will continue to do method acting and creep everyone out, even when the whole cast comes out and is like, "That was really uncomfortable for us collectively." Yeah. We went out without him all the time because he made us all uncomfortable. I don't like it, but this film has ruffled some feathers. Yes, um, even though. So like I came to it with un- with because it won in the BAFTAs quite yeah it's well, been didn't doing it? well so the BAFTAs were a couple of weeks ago mm. and they were talking about it I'm going to forget what this man's name was but he's the other Ron in Parks and Rec that's like the hippie trippy and was it was it on he's also in As Star Is Born he's yeah. the older brother just like really difficult to understand what he's saying in that film. He's so like mm-hmm. big mustache. Is that on Mark Maron's podcast? Yeah, I think it is Mark Maron. I really podcast. like Mark Maron, so I'm really sad yeah. that this occurred on his podcast slash yeah. was endorsed. I'm guessing on the podcast because really they're just sort of like laughing at it. Yeah, it didn't really stop him from being homophobic. No. Um, but he was like, yeah, it wasn't like that at all because of well, there was two major hang-ups for him. Yeah. The fact that the who what's the name of the woman that directed it? 
Jane Campion. Jane Campion. So, again, we're really struggling with female directors or anything <laughs> other than a white man. It's like, woman, come here! Yeah. So, the fact that his issue here was that she's from New Zealand. Yeah. So what would she know about cowboys? <laughs> I honestly think he just doesn't understand how film works because most of the time, like, you know, when people, the person who's like directing Pride and Prejudice, like they're not from that time. Surprise! Like, But it's the fact she's from New Zealand. It's, she's not yeah. American, so it's what, weird to What him. does she know about the Wild West? And it was like bits of it are filmed in New <laughs> yeah. Zealand. Yeah. But, it, you know, like, again, that's kind of really common because mm-hmm. there isn't, I know there is areas of America that look like that, but it's difficult to get filming permits everywhere. Also if... with COVID. Also, was it? It wasn't an American film. No, it was BBC funded. It was New Zealand Arts Council funded. Like America didn't have maybe one of the studios that did well, it. Yeah, probably. But like, it wasn't an, an American production. And then his other hang-up, yeah, is one just a really homophobic one, really. <laughs> And I can't really remember what he's saying, but he's just like, yep, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, I think it's like, well, obviously that didn't exist between the cowboys. Like, they didn't... And I don't know if we're just a generation... I don't know if this... Like, I don't know. But I've always thought that cowboys were sort of synonymous with, like, homoeroticism. So it's just a bunch of men secluded together. It's like sailors. Yeah, for long weeks at a time... I think that's Isolated. something people have always sort of associated a little bit with it. Broke back mountain. Exactly. And maybe that's because we grew up with like that being a yeah. thing. But I don't know. I just think it is when men are secluded, mm. there was always sort of like, because it did happen. Yeah, of course it did. a bunch of men secluded together. It'd be the same yeah. for anyone. Like, yeah. they're lonely. Yeah. And then someone's like, let's explore our sexuality. Yeah. Anyway, he was not happy. No. But it's just like, why are you homophobic in this day and age? Like, I just don't. I'm so removed from it. I don't. And people aren't really openly homophobic in the celebrity sphere. But it's just, it's such an odd form of like. I, I mean, all homophobia is terrible, but it's just such an odd form of it in that it's based in the presentation of some characters in a film he had an issue with. It's not even like, it's that not, gay. No, it's not. And it doesn't threaten his, like, position in society no, at all. No, no, it's no. like he feels threatened that, like, yeah. his life is being, you know, threatened. Like, it's so weird. It's very strange. Like, you were in a film with Lady Gaga. <laughs> and this is, like, what? And this is too much for you? Like, it's like he never knew anything about Lady Gaga's p- past work or anything. Clearly not. Didn't know that he was in the presence of a gay icon. I know! That like that was okay with him, but God forbid this cowboys were bisexual. Love. Yeah, exactly. R- like wrote a very famous like coming out song. Yeah, I don't know, confusing. But a lot of people on the cast, including Dear Benedict, came out and said, "Big B, uh-uh. no, <laughs> we love gay cowboys, <laughs> even if it is like re- repressed homosexuality." And there was veering into dodgy age girls. It was definitely dodgy. I would say the issue of homosexuality is obviously a big part of the film. Yeah. But I would say it's kind of also more of a thing of like masculinity. Absolutely. I think that's definitely the bigger feeling. And also, it. I think him targeting the Chris and Dunce's son. Yeah. 
it's that thing of being like the person that's possibly the most homophobic is actually yeah. having a crisis of masculinity and is possibly closeted gay. Yeah. And I know they didn't have the terms for that at that time, but yeah. you know, that kind of like targeting someone because they're presenting what you are scared that someone's going to target yeah. you and throw that at your face and stuff. So yeah, I think I was expecting it to be more gay. And then when it wasn't, I was like, is this really, is this what we were all getting upset about? Like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. So but bad. yeah. Um, we'll see if it wins. I I'm gonna say it'll win a couple. I don't think it's gonna be the big winner though. Yeah. Um. Next film, West Side Story. <laughs> this film has to have had the most awkward release um ever known to any film ever. Oh. It's very uncomfortable. Um. So, but I think the issue here is, Rachel. What's her name? Rachel Zegler. Yeah. Ziegler, I think. Ziegler. Rachel Ziegler. The main character plays Maria <laughs> in this film. Um, just for context, West Side Story has received some Oscar nominations. So yeah. then you would usually have the main, the person who plays the main character be present at the award shows. Yeah. They'll usually, you know, announce one of the awards, even if that's all they do. It's quite yeah, common. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was not invited. <laughs> The scramble they've done to try and excuse all of this. They were like, yeah, but she's filming in London, so that's why we didn't invite her. And now I think she's shooting a Snow White because apparently yeah. you know the Snow White. And they're like, no, she can drive to LA for the, for the show. It's all fine. We were fine with it. I mean, it's quite common for people to fly to different places. <laughs> and as well... But to not be invited? It just makes no sense. But who is invited? Well, so this was the point. Ansel Elgar, I don't think he'll be there. No. No, he can't be. Because the amount, or at least so I thought, the amount mm. that this film had done to not, like, make people not aware that Ansel Elgar <laughs> was anything to do with and it. And he's the male lead. He's Tony. Yeah. So <laughs> when the first trailer came out, and you see him once in the mm. whole trailer, he's the lead. And this is all spanning from if people have forgotten. Yeah sexual i think was it sexual assault allegations or was it and him talking to minors, minors and stuff and like that creepy so a lot of history there that you can go and look into if you want to but it's yeah. not good stuff at all no it's actually i didn't i love west side story and i didn't watch it because he's in it no i don't i mean i feel like i would have loved her i just do not care to watch this boy so mm. i was thinking like okay of course ansel elga is not going to be at the oscars because they've really kind of avoided the fact he's in the film he's yeah. not really done any of the press or so he's... i thought what because what what interview did he do around christmas time he was on james corden's show oh my god and the girl sat next to him looked so uncomfortable the oh whole time it's almost as if she wasn't told he was going to be on there <gasps> she's literally sat like twisted away from him <laughs> The Body whole time looks so away. uncomfortable. At oh one point, God. he's like doing an impression, and she just stares at him with a look of pure disgust. Oh God! But I, I thought they'd really tried to like be like, "Oh yeah, he's nothing to do with the film," but he's out doing press. That's... So we'll see if he does turn up. Mm. I'll be angry if he's there. I think that like yeah. what what a stupid decision. Who's agreeing to that? Like fucking James Corden as well. Like of I all know. of them, he's the worst one you could have chosen. Well, I just, I don't, I don't, but I mean, one of the good things was the comments on the video were everyone being like, don't forget what he's done, guys, and stuff like that. Some people haven't forgotten. Yeah, well, some people have, I guess, but James Corden. Do you know what I 
discovered in my West Side Story research that Tony Kushner Mm. adapted the screenplay for West Side Story. As in Angels in America, Tony Kushner. That's an odd thing for him to do. Why why have they got him to... (laughs) That seems strange. If you don't know about Angels in America, which is fine if you don't, it's reasonably niche. It's it's a very strange play. <laughs> Go, just look into it. There's one it's with the Andrew Garfield. Yeah, it's got mainly. Andrew. Yeah, it is about the AIDS crisis, but it also features legitimate angels in it. Yep. And, and it's hallucinations. Very, very strange. Andrew Garfield's in one version of it. Yeah. You can look it up. Yeah. So you might have guessed from that, it's quite an odd person to do an adaptation <laughs> of. West Side, West Side Story. Story. I don't have anything else in West Side Story. No, that was it. But she has been. Um, she's oh, now yes. presenting. So, so yeah, that I wouldn't it. go. I'd just be like, nah, too little, too late. I'm still no. annoyed about it. And her comment um, when someone was like, "Oh, what are you gonna wear?" and she said, "I don't know, y'all. I've tried it all, but it doesn't seem to be happening. I will root for West Side Story from my couch and be proud of the work we so tirelessly did three years ago. I hope some last minute miracle ago? occurs." Three years ago? Three years ago. God, she must have been young when they filmed, because I think she's only 20 now. Oh my god. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's child. 17. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Uh Don't like that. (laughs) She said, I hope some last minute miracle occurs and I can celebrate our film in person, but hey, that's how it goes sometimes, I guess. Thanks for all the shock and outrage. I'm disappointed too, but that's okay. So proud of our movie. It's I love so... her. I think she's so good. Like to just come out and be like, "Yeah, not invited. It's awkward. Yeah. I don't like it, but I'm still happy for her movie. But yeah. at the same time, I'm pissed off. I <laughs> I really like her. I think she's got good vibes. Yes, and I'm very excited for her to be in lots of films. Yeah, um, me too. And she doesn't need the Oscars. No, in absolutely. Fact, no one does. But no. you especially don't need it. <laughs> That's besides the point. And you're better than the Oscars. Be better than the Oscars. <laughs> Um, I just want to briefly go on to what could have been a real Oscars sweep, but ended as a failure. House of Gucci. Um, yeah, so we I, have to talk I about think it. it probably is nominated for something, but it'll probably be like clothing or something. I don't even think it is. I think it's got a nomination for is something. It? Let's quick fact check. House of Gucci. It's so still not over how disappointing it that film turned out. I like the film. I think it's camp. I think it's best camp, makeup I... and hairstyle. Ah, well, I I can see it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, in retrospect, I would rewatch that film. I, I would... think I I need to rewatch it. I absolutely. think it's fun. Is it good? No, but I think it's really <laughs> like I think it's really fun, and I would happily rewatch it. It's one of the most ridiculous films ever, <laughs> and the fact that it was made to be a genuine like Oscar Serious, contender. Yeah. I think we need to ignore that and just take it as a comedy because it's not at all serious in any way. Just no. take it as a comedy and it's the best thing ever. If you try yeah. and take it seriously, it's a mockery. You're going to be disappointed. Like, it's so terrible to these people. Yeah. Um, but what I want to just like share a moment of thought for was Lady Gaga going out there on a Oscars <laughs> campaign and really trying her hardest <laughs> to get that Oscar because these were some of the revelations from her campaigning. Uh, she wrote an 80-page biography for Patrizia Gucci to wow. get into character. So that's out there somewhere. Could be published Yeah, why isn't point. she published she, it? It feels like something that might happen at some point. I hope she does. Um, and this was in response to Patrizia being like, 
she never I think she should have come and spoken to me before she took the role <laughs> and then Lady Gaga being like no one was going to tell me how to be Patrizia not even her which I really respect um, claiming to have lived as Patrizia for a year and a half not even sure they filmed for that long uh improvising the father son and house of, house of gucci line gucci, which why again like how was this ever <laughs> ma- meant to be a serious film um claiming to have shot a sex scene with salah hyatt's character yeah that came out a couple of months ago didn't it yeah on the oscar campaign like she's uh... trying to get this oscar <laughs> uh and also when she believed that the real life patrizia was sending swarms of flies so that she would give up the character <laughs> This was all part of her campaign to get an Oscar. And she didn't get an Oscar. I think she should have got a nomination just for this. Absolutely. Did she deserve one? No, not at all. But for this campaign alone, (laughs) it's so incredible. There was also other stuff about she had to to get into character. She was being different animals. Oh, wow. There was so much. Didn't they say ages ago that she did the accent for... Well, that was when she was in character for a year and a half. So she did the accent for a year and a half. For a year and a half she was doing the accent. Which is just the worst accent ever. It's like cod Italian. It's so bad. (laughs) But I I love it. That's why we have to start seeing this film as camp. It can't be viewed as a good film because it never will be. (laughs) But it's just such a bizarre film. It's such potential. I think it's the potential of it. Yeah, I mean, if you think of the potential of it being an actually good film, it's a disappointment. If you think about it being just in the Hall of Fame of really bad films, (laughs) incredible. I would rewatch several times. I feel like if you were drunk and watching this film. Oh, it'd be great. So good. Yeah. No, I absolutely... What could have been? All of that wasted effort. I mean, I'm just really sad that Adam Driver was literally in three films this year and none of them... Not a single nomination? No. Really let him down there. He hadn't done a film for like two years did three in one year oh, nothing that's quite insulting if he's i don't think he's even gonna turn up I wouldn't. what's the point in me watching it <laughs> anyway next film who do you want to talk about next uh another snub which i think is just because the oscars are racist and mm. everyone knows about that um passing which was i think it i don't know if it was netflix only film but it's so good it's about two sisters um who are light-skinned in like 1920s america Mm. it's beautifully shot it's all shot in black and white and one of them lives as a white woman and the other one lives as a black woman it's like the difference in their lives that sounds really good and um tessa thompson's in it i love tessa thompson can't remember who the um other actor is so i'm really sorry about that but it's just like all of it is just fantastic yeah and they've just like completely passed up on yeah, it. Yeah, it's weird because like they seem to have been I mean, I know I'm trying to think who was nominated for the best actor. I know Will Smith was nominated. I think that's deserved. I haven't seen I think that, so but too, I really but I've heard really film. good things. It yeah. would not surprise me if Will Smith wins for King Richard, is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. I've heard really good things about that film. But and I know Penelope Cruz was nominated for an Almodovar film. Yeah. So I it, it's not that they it's not that they've done nothing, but no. it does feel that you're still looking at majority white yeah. women in the category as well. Yeah. And as much as I'm really happy for a lot of them, like I love Jessica Chastain mm. and I do think she deserves that nomination. Yeah. I think she deserves a lot. But <laughs> it is still pretty sad to see like yeah. I mean 
you could I don't know why they have to stick to just five like people being nominated. You can spice things up a bit. Give us like ten nominations, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I know maybe that's a bit excessive and it would take all night. <laughs> but you have to stick to five. Yeah. And I actually think that because the Golden Globes, which is not perfect at all, but has a lot more categories, so it's mm. you're able to get a bit more um, representation in there, and it's still really terrible. Yeah. But there is a minimal amount more. Yeah. But sad to hear that that's been snubbed. Yeah. In favor of films like um, Licorice Pizza. Yeah, I gave that one a miss just because I think I don't know what there still needs to be said about age gap relationships and i think the biggest drive of this film was to be like oh but when a woman does it how do you feel now that a woman's preying on like a 15 year old and she's like what 20 something whatever and it's like it's still weird and bad like no one's sitting there yeah. going like oh yeah that's all but fine. the thing is some mm. people are because there is always like <laughs> when it comes to older women and younger men yeah. i've not seen a film and i'm sure they are out there but i've not really seen in film that portrayed very badly mm. it's usually portrayed as like oh yeah, yeah yeah young boy getting like getting out there um whereas like the other way around i mean there is a lot of it being portrayed very badly of like yeah. younger women like that woody allen film most woody allen most films woody. um <laughs> with young Which girls <laughs> and and him yeah um but then you have started to get like it being portrayed badly mm. like as in it being a bad thing yeah but it's not it's not really i don't know i don't know of any example of it happening with a young boy and an older woman being portrayed as a bad thing i feel like there's a maggie gyllenhaal film where she's a school teacher and then but again it's that like teacher exactly and like i don't know there's a Brody de chanel video on it that's really good it's like an hour long if you've got an hour to spend yeah where she goes through all the different like different films that have done like an older person, younger mm. person relationship. Which films portray it as a good thing? Which things films yeah. portray it as a bad thing? To try and get to a conclusion of what Licorice Pizza is doing. Mm-hmm. And I think the conclusion is it's pretty neutral. It's not like being like, yeah. this is a good thing. Mm-hmm. However, even if that's the case, I, I just, why, I would, why would I want to watch that? I don't yeah. have really any interest in seeing like, I can't imagine at all looking at a 15 year old mm. and I'm meant like the girl in it is 25. So that's a yeah. couple years older than me. I can't imagine at all looking Ugh. at a 15 year old and wanting to go in some sort of coming of age romance with them. So that's gross. weird to me. Why would I have an interest in that? And I think most people, a lot of people really like the guy who wrote Licorice Pizza, who I can't remember his name. But he's a very renowned filmmaker. Yeah. A lot of people love him. And I think a lot of them are kind of film bros that are going to be like, mm. but you don't understand. Yeah. I don't care. I just don't yeah. have any interest in seeing it. But what I think is also offensive is the amount of like anti like Asian hate that is also in this film. There's is pure that? racism in this film. Oh my God. Yeah. And again, they've been like, the guy's just been like, yeah, well, it's just to represent what it actually is like to be Asian. But he's not Asian. Mm. So, like, I don't, you don't, we don't need you to do that. Like, that's not your place to do it. And also for it to get lost in, like, the background of this weird predatory relationship. Well, I feel like if, you know, if there was nothing else in the film, I could maybe be convinced that this is him being like, because this is the take that a lot of people have. It's just realistic that that would happen and that a young boy would be like, oh, yeah, this is great. Mm. But I, 
I don't think that's the case. I think he just thought, I think this is his own, the director's own, like, thing that he wants when he want or wanted when he was a teenager oh. put into film and now he's being like yeah and then a bunch of other people are being like yeah but if you think about it it's creepy it's bad like yeah it's just pure <laughs> bad and i don't want to see that in film no which is sad because other than that it looks like a pretty good film yeah I know. but i just would feel uncomfortable yeah like even the suggestion of it being like romanticized which is why i don't think well, especially when films are mainly focused on like sexual violence or these kinds of predatory things. I don't think I'll ever be able to stomach watching Lolita just because I think it's one of those films that I, I, the story I feel so terrible about anyway. Yeah. And it just makes me feel sad and depressed and like horrified for the people that have gone through those kinds of things. That it's a similar thing. It's like, well, I don't, like you said, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to see that being like glamorized or romanticized. It's not like them being bad, but I feel like it's one of those things that you shouldn't be neutral about no i don't i personally don't <laughs> i'm just like why why would i want to be neutral about yeah. that now i guess so i guess if you're being like well it's from the point of view of the young boy and at this point in time he's probably not seeing it as a bad thing but i don't want to see that no i still think you should be like or have like them saying a line or being like this is wrong like... I, think, I think well that's the thing some people's argument is it does kind of do that as right. well because she at one point is like i think it's really weird that i hang out with this 15 year old <laughs> but so you still like, do but it. it still happens like yeah, yeah, yeah so i get it I, I i haven't seen the film so i don't feel fully like i should comment too much but in theory the idea of watching a romance go on between a 15 year old and a 25 mm. is not interesting to me in any way no at all don't do it kids i think the gender is like <laughs> irrelevant yeah absolutely it's just weird it's creepy anyway what other film do you want to talk about they were kind of my main same. ones same i think we've I covered had. my main ones i think they're yeah. kind of the top films that are nominated this year let's just have a look a quick look at the oscar nominations and see before we go if there's any predictions we want to give okay so there is a ton for best picture like a solid 10 films. Oh. So I haven't seen this film, but there's a film called Coda. Have you seen stuff about this? I haven't seen It's won quite big so far. Okay. So Coda could potentially win. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't win... Honestly, maybe The Power of the Dog. Yeah. I, think I feel like that could win Best Picture. For some reason. Yeah. It feels like it would. Yeah. I mean, I think back to when I saw The King's Speech. I think this was 2010. I hated that film. And it did really... Oh, I hated it so boring. (laughs) Sorry. I I found it so boring. Best actor. um, I think it could be Will Smith. I I think out of all of them, I hope Will Smith. I think Will Smith is probably... I mean, Denzel Washington is obviously incredible. But I haven't seen that film, so I can't comment. (laughs) Benedict Cumberbatch just doesn't feel like his best bout of acting. Andrew Garfield's great in Tick, Tick, Boom, but... I don't know. And I haven't seen this Javier Bardem thing. But I do like Javier Bardem. Mm. Anyway, best actress. I would like it to be Jessica Chastain. Yeah. I've seen some very good things about Penelope Cruz as well. So, I mean... (laughs) It's Penelope Cruz. It's Penelope Cruz. So, (laughs) I don't know. I'd be happy for most people in that category. Yeah. Olivia Colman, you've already got an Oscar. And Nicole Kidman, I just am not sure about that film. Yeah, nah. No. No. Nah. <laughs> uh, best original song. Billie Eilish and Phineas are nominated for one of them. No Time to Die. 
But I feel like if I feel like they already won something. Yeah, for that. I feel I thought they had two. I was surprised when I saw that. But I feel like one of the songs from what is the film? Encanto. I feel like that should probably win. Yeah. So I feel like that would be good. There's also Look, go to Lin Manuel. Beyonce is nominated Ooh. for I think a song from King Richard. So I haven't Amazing. heard that. But we need to watch King Richard. Yeah, we probably should. <laughs> um, then there's some others like Best Animated Feature. I would like it to be in Canto. Absolutely. Luca is also nominated. I haven't seen that. I thought it's really sad. Yeah, that's why I haven't seen it. But I really liked Encanto. <laughs> yeah. Best original screenplay. Um, Belfast is nominated. I've seen good things about Belfast. I've Yeah, it made my mother cry. Yeah, I feel like Belfast could win that or maybe Licorice Pizza would just come in out of nowhere. Best supporting actor. There is a person out of Coda. I feel like they've won before. But like I say, the young boy, Cody Smith-McPhee who was definitely older than me, has been nominated for The Power of the Dog or whatever. Yeah. And I think he would actually do a good job. Yeah. I if think he won, I think that would be nice. Out of all of them in that film. Yeah. I think, yeah. Best Supporting Actress, Kirsten Dunst, is nominated. So that would be quite nice. Mm. But I have seen most people thinking it's going to be the girl from West Side Story. Ariana De- Debois? Debois? Is Debois? she um, Anita? Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know anything about West Side Story, but I've seen very good things about her. So that would be nice. We're rooting for you. Best director. Could it be Jane Campion? Probably not, but it would be nice if it was her. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, what, like fourth woman or something? Though. Yeah, that's and also, quite depressing. It could be a delayed Oscar because I think she was she... up for it with the piano. Okay, so I've and got the same high hopes time, for her then. Yeah, at the same time that Steven Spielberg was nominated for it for Schindler's List. Well, and so he's it went to... nominated this year as well. Oh, for West Side Story. So that's going to be an interesting one. We've also got... Um, yeah, give it to Jane. Jesus I Christ. think she should have it. Best Adapted Screenplay. I mean, good for Maggie Gyllenhaal for being nominated for that. I mean, I don't think she'll win. <laughs> but if she did, good for you, girl. Uh, Jane Campion's up again. Honestly, don't know in that one. Don't know. And the others, I don't think I can comment on. Best original score, I would like it to be Encanto once again. Yeah. The Power of the Dogs also up for best original score. It's nominated in literally most categories. This is why I think it's going to... It should win best cinematography. I would give it that. I think the cinematography was good. I agree. Probably the best thing about it. Yeah. Well, that's it. Oh, best costume design, Cruella is nominated. I honestly feel like that might win there. Or Serrano, which is the one with Peter Dinklage. Oh, oh I hope that one. Yeah, one of those would it. be good. Anyway, yeah. that's my thoughts. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see. You'll like, know at this point, so you, you can know. laugh at us if we're being ridiculous when we're sat here being like, maybe Jane Campion could win for once. <laughs> um, I'm guessing maybe she hasn't, but we'll see. It would be nice yeah. if she could. Yeah. Uh, but let us know your thoughts on the Oscars this year. Absolutely. I'm sure there was many awkward moments and we'll probably address them in the next episode. We will. Um, but this is just our thoughts on some of the background behind this stuff this year. You might have further stuff to comment on that, and please yeah. let us know if you do. We love. You've seen more of the films than we have. Oh yeah, because you probably have. But like, but the thing is, I'm just not interested in most of these films yeah, this year. It's not any kind of. I would have loved to have seen Belfast, thing. but I think that's the only and King Richard. But other than that, yeah, nothing else. There's nothing in. that I mean. June's been nominated a lot 
for some reason. Oh, yeah, Don't Look Up that. has been nominated for a couple of things. I've seen that. That was all right. But yeah. I don't know. It's not my favourite year of the Oscars, to be honest. No. Um, I'm not really rooting for anyone massively. No. But let us know your thoughts. Absolutely. And if there has been a very awkward moment this year, please share it with us. <laughs> also, if you have some of the inside scoop, let us know that too. Yeah. And we will give you a quick update in the next episode. We will. Okay. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye.